Hey, I'm Steph, and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding, and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure. There has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar, where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel-related topics, mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to onboard your perfect fit clients into your biz, download my free cheat sheet for lead generation systems you can use right now. Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash cheat sheet. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode six of Travel by Stephanie, the social podcast. If you're tuning in and this is your first time, my name is Stephanie Myers and I'm your host. And if you've been following my podcast journey so far, thanks for coming back and listening to new episodes that I'm releasing every week. So today I decided that I'm going to share with you my experiences of traveling with a toddler. Now, to give you a bit of a background about me, I have a three-year-old son who, like most boys, have a really big sense of adventure. And as mum life goes, you experience certain restrictions on your lifestyle once you've had children. So you do a lot of reflection on the life that you had prior to having children, which which can shock some of you if you're anything like me. Before pre-babies, I was booking holidays left, right and centre with no real commitments and ticking dream destinations off my list. However, for us, the last few years have been quite rocky, I guess you could say. So we haven't done as much traveling as I would have hoped. But with saying that, I am really proud about the experiences that we have shared together. And we've done two very special cruise holidays with my little dude, which has been absolutely fantastic opportunities to share my passion with him. Um, so we also love going camping too. So we do that a lot. So whenever we get the chance, the car is packed and we are ready to roll. Even though travel sometimes can be quite hard, it doesn't matter what you're doing or where you're going. You'll be finding little challenges here and there as you go. There is no denying that it's not easy. I'm not going to say it's easy. 
so whether you're trying to put up a tent or boarding an aircraft, there's going to be moments of total despair when your little ones are busy exploring beyond your boundaries. <laughs> yes, so, so hard sometimes. But hey, let me reassure you, all in all, it is so rewarding. The treasured moments where I have watched my son's eyes widen when we've walked towards our aircraft and his eyes are just going, wow. <laughs> The amazed look on his little face when we've been walking along the gangway, boarding our ship, which would be our home for the next week, having his little sweaty palm grasping my hand tightly as he breathes and takes everything all in. It's moments like these that we get to enjoy talking about for years and years to come. So I'm so happy I get to share this with him and I also get to share this with you as well. So our travel experiences as a family. So we look forward to sharing many more to come. The first cruise we did together was in 2017 as part of my mum's holiday club. I hosted a group of 30 on board the beautiful Pino Pacific Aria, and we were doing a gorgeous, stunning seven-night Great Barrier Reef itinerary, encompassing Hamilton Island in the Whitsundays, and we had two full days in Cairns. Our group was fantastic. We had a real good mixture of different family dynamics, many who were like me, a single mama, and some with mums and dads travelling together with their children, and also the grandparents as well. They tagged along for the cruise, which was great, having the multi-generation on board. It was such an awesome trip. We all really enjoyed it, and especially travelling as part of a group. Oh my God, we had an absolute blast. From the constant laughs, crazy, crazy dance moves... Uh, sharing pizza on the top deck and consuming cocktails poolside, the atmosphere and knowing that you're in the middle of the ocean just releases so much tension. It is amazing and very special to be surrounded by like-minded people who are or, or maybe in a similar position to me um, at the time. It just made it so very special. Another advantage of traveling with a group is that the kids have got the chance to interact with one another, play and make memories at sea too. I know my son not once wanted to go to the kids club on our first cruise. Yeah, it was weird. He was so content with spending time with me and our friends on board that he had no interest even going in and checking the place out. Um, but yeah, we had fun nonetheless. <laughs> actually, he actually took relaxation to the next level while we were on board. On one of our sea days heading up the north coast uh, of Queensland, it usually takes me a day or two to settle into a cruise. Um, and I wasn't so sure how my son, who was only two at the time, would handle it as it was his first cruise. Um, mind you, day two. After a massive lunch on board, kicking back in one of the sun lounges in the shade by the pool, there's my little guy, arms up behind his scruffy little head, snoring his head off while lapping up the ocean breeze. 
when the onboard photographers come along and they tend to do this from time to time just taking happy snaps of people enjoying themselves it didn't take them long to notice him as he was just so little and there he was just wrapped up in these in these pool towels a uh, little sleeping beauty <laughs> having a great old time <laughs> that night on our way to dinner, we had so many people approach us, recognizing us, saying that they had seen photos of my son uh, in the photo gallery, <laughs> which just so happens to be a really popular spot where people hang out before they go to dinner. Um, so yeah, they all recognized his little bleach blonde hair and, you know, big wide open mouth <laughs> snoring away. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, the photos they took were absolutely classic. So safe to say he settled into ship life rather well. The families were all able to use the ship's facilities to the absolute max as well. We had perfect weather. The spas, pools and sun lounges were full majority of the time. And the time outdoors was just always so pleasant. Oh gosh, I can't even express. The weather was just amazing the entire time. Warm, balmy, and the seas were calm, with the exception of a small swell passing through. But all in all, it was such a great time, full of parties, laughs, and good times for everyone. A special story I received before embarking this particular cruise was from one of my girlfriend's daughters, who is in her early 20s, she mentioned as we were walking towards boarding the ship how excited she was to be going on her first ever family holiday. That absolutely blew my mind and my heart made just made me swell because here I am with my just turned two-year-old going on our first official family holiday together and I knew that there I was part of something so special for this family and memories that they will share forever. Speaking of memories <laughs> that will last forever, last year I hosted another cruise. So this time it was on board the Pacific Jewel. She's now left the fleet earlier this year, but I loved the look of this itinerary. It was departing from Melbourne and it was a Tasmanian cruise which encompassed three ports in Tasmania, Burnie, Port Arthur and Hobart, as well as a full day in Kangaroo Island, South Australia. Now, this cruise definitely had its differences from the first one that I hosted. I noticed this on day one as I suddenly didn't have the impulse to jump into the pool or the spa, or really be on the pool deck at all. It was absolutely freezing. When we embarked in Melbourne, it was nice and sunny and warm, setting the scene for a really great cruise holiday. A side note, cruising out of Melbourne is an absolute breeze. So if you've got any cruises that you're looking at and love maybe coupling it up with a short stay in Melbourne to see friends or family. It is so easy. We walked straight in, checked in our luggage and walked straight to the ship. No waiting, no staggered check-in times, straight on board. It was fabulous. But oh gosh, back to setting the scene for the cruise. 
day one, I really noticed it. Those winds just blew straight through you once we started navigating across the Bass Strait towards Tasmania. One would think I would be incredibly organized, you know, pack all types of weather, clothing, like I preach to my clients all the time. (laughs) But no, I was totally geared up for a summer holiday with one very thin wind and rain resistant sports jacket, which was no match for these sorts of chills. My son, on the other hand, I made sure he had appropriate clothing. (laughs) Go figure. The group I took on this cruise was smaller than anticipated, but we still squeezed in some evenings in the dining room together and kids were able to have a play in the kids club too. In my opinion, those kids club staff just don't get paid enough for what they do, but they are so amazing. As this was a different cruise from what we had experienced before, there wasn't much else for my son to do on board. We spent a lot of time in the kids club together as it gave him the space to just be a child, just be a kid, you know. There was not much for him to do really other than get in people's way because the demographic on board was a lot older, (laughs) which I was expecting anyway, but it was in masses. (laughs) But when there is a little toddler running around, oh my gosh, (laughs) this can get a bit dicey as you can imagine. So wheelie walkers and careless children aren't a good mix. (laughs) So off to the kids club we went where kids could be kids. And due to the weather outside and the temperature dropping, there wasn't much chance for much social interaction while enjoying the sun and the pool areas. So we spent a lot of time indoors in exploring the ship. If anyone has cruised the Tasmanian coastline before, you would know how outrageously stunning it is. Even from a distance, especially the rugged coastline around Port Arthur, it's just stunning. And if anyone has tasted Tasmanian oysters or Bruni Island oysters before, you would have been in seafood heaven with me once we docked in Hobart. On arrival, I did not muck around. I took my son for a walk into the harbour, grabbed my dozen Bruni Island oysters, walked up to Princess Park, sat there, watched him play while, yes, I was that mum, the weird mum, scoffing back her oysters in heaven. (laughs) I was officially the weirdest parent at the park, that's for sure. Oh, oh, I'm hungry now for oysters. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Have to go back to Tasmania. Um, (laughs) Our next port was Kangaroo Island, which, if you haven't been there, is an absolute little slice of heaven. If you haven't been there, you definitely need to put this on your bucket list. You can access the island by ferry from Adelaide or you can fly from Adelaide into Kangaroo Island. Either way, this place is definitely so underrated. It finally warmed up for our day out and we couldn't be, it could just, yeah, the weather just couldn't be more gorgeous. The water was so crystal clear and cold, but it was so refreshing because the temperatures got up to 39 plus degrees while we were there. It was just fantastic. 
the small town community feel mixed in with the barren landscape, the low set beach shacks fringing the beachfront and hidden gems along the coastline makes this place so special. Our ship was in port for the entire day, so from 7 in the morning till 7 in the evening, and I can tell you this, I did not want to go back on board. Needless to say, our Tasmanian cruise was definitely a contrast from the Great Barrier Reef trip that we did the year prior, but what I wanted to demonstrate was how the difference in temperatures, climate and atmosphere on board can impact the experience you would have. I enjoyed both trips. I enjoyed both trips uh, in a different way, but I always knew doing a fly cruise because we're located in northern New South Wales. We flew from the Gold Coast to Melbourne to do our Tasmania trip. I always knew a fly cruise would have its challenges, but my boy was totally fine with the traveling part of things. For the most part, <laughs> when he was buckled into the plane, that was that was about as contained as I could keep him. Um, he obviously had the window seat, which is totally fine. I really loved him seeing the, us fly above the clouds. Um, <laughs> but there was an incident that happened. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should say this, but there was an incident that happened at Melbourne Airport the morning we disembarked the ship which I'll quickly drift off to and share with you. So we had arrived to the airport by taxi from the ship's terminal, heading towards Virgin Australia check-in kiosks, ready to go home. As I'm nearing the front of the queue, I'm looking behind me thinking, wow, (laughs) I did well to rock up when I did as the line started to fill up really quickly. We get to the self-check-in and I've got our suitcases on the conveyor belt and I've just scanned through our booking and the system all of a sudden shuts down. I look down and there is my son looking up at me with his hand hovering over the big emergency stop button. Little blue eyes finding mine. Look, mum, a big red button. Oh, I thought it was just me (laughs) and our machine. So I waited patiently for it to reboot, right? As you do. (laughs) As I'm waiting, I'm looking around There's other people trying to check their bags in too. And they all seem to be having the same issue. That's the moment when the penny dropped. (laughs) And I realised that we, and when I say we, I really mean he, (laughs) he hijacked all the systems and had seized all 12 check-in terminals. Smack bang in the middle of the day's lunchtime rush. And it gets worse. (laughs) We were invited over to check in manually. And up to 45 minutes later, I could still hear the prompts over the loudspeakers inviting all Virgin Australia desks, oh, guests, sorry, to check in, to use the check-in counters as their self-serve kiosks had malfunctioned. Yes, <laughs> you could say that I was the most embarrassed I've been in such a long time. And did I mention to anybody that I was a travel agent? <laughs> Hell No. <laughs> So, yeah, that was that was crazy. So one story I'm going to tell at his 21st. Uh, so thanks for bearing with me while I drifted off on that one. Um, but I did wanted to jump back and talk more about my mum's holiday club. So a few years ago, I was really struggling 
with the thought of being a travel agent with a young son and being on my own as a single mum. So I came up with this idea as I wanted to create an option for solo parents to go travelling together so we could all have a good rest and take some much needed time out to relax and actually have a holiday. Wow, the more I talk about this, the more I realise it's probably time to start planning my next mum's holiday club for 2020. I'll keep my boy away from the airports though after that story. (laughs) Um, So I do tend to host a group every year. However, I haven't for 2019 as I've just been growing, excuse me, growing through a reform in my business and putting my energy into building up my podcast audience and other personal development as well. So if you're interested in knowing more, keep your eyes out on my socials for the next Mums Holiday Club instalment. So I've spoken about the beauty of traveling with a toddler today and the challenges I've faced while traveling with him. And these are from my personal experiences. I certainly cannot speak on behalf of other families, but if you do have any stories, amazing, shocking, or indifferent about a family holiday that you've been on, send me an email. I would absolutely love to hear your stories. The details of how to contact me are in my show notes. So please make sure you do. (laughs) Okay, so that's it from me today. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you've been listening closely to my episodes and haven't yet subscribed, please jump over to your favorite podcasting channel, whether it's on Apple, Google, Spotify, even you're feeling the vibes, please leave me a five-star review. It would absolutely make my day. Also, if you have any topics that you are thinking and or interested in and you'd like for me to cover, don't hesitate, send me an email or you can get in touch with me via Facebook or Instagram. All of my details are in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in. You've been listening to Stephanie Myers from Travel by Stephanie, the social podcast. Signing off until next time. Bye.